it's true neutral. True neutral. I'm Keenan. And I'm Derek. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's been another week. It and, has indeed. Uh, what, what, how, how has yours been? Oh, mine's been okay, I suppose. Just been another week. Uh, played quite a bit more Breath of the Wild. Uh, small small update because by next week I should have it finished. Woo! Uh, I actually have like not very much left to do uh, with what I'm trying to do. There's a lot left to do. Right, don't get me right. Wrong. I have not by any stretch of the imagination 100% completed this. But um, I've defeated all four of the Divine Beasts now and I have the Master Sword. So. Hell yeah. I'm just. I'm finishing up uh, getting the memories. From like the the other main mission that Zelda left those pictures yeah, in the yeah, phone, the, and you have to go the find the spots. Of them or yeah, whatever. yeah. I'm I'm doing that. I have like four or five of those memories left to get, and then I just have to go get into Hyrule Castle and beat some Ganon ass. Beat Ganon ass, yeah. Which is funny because I still don't have like two sections of the map. I still haven't gotten the towers for. <laughs> like... That's gross to me. <laughs> Yeah, me too. I feel really weird about it. Get get the towers first. Um, but I, well, I might have to That's when gross. I when I go to get these uh, these memories. You should have already. <laughs> it's disgusting. No, no, you I've can't got, leave it undone like I've that. I've gotten all. One of them is uh, the central tower, just because I haven't gone back and tried it again. I've gone. It was one of the first places I went in the game, and I died, <laughs> and then. I left and I've done a bunch of other stuff and now I have decent weapons or I have a good the best weapon but I have decent armor. So. Right. Master Sword kicks ass, right? Yeah, it's a lot of fun to use. It's <laughs> it's a lot of fun. I I don't want to talk too much about it cuz I'd really like to do just a, an episode where we can deep dive into it like fresh after I'm done beating it and uh hell yeah. Um yeah, uh but yeah, I'm I'm getting I'm very close. Very close. How's your week been? Uh, it's just been a week. I've been just getting used to being off of work for paternity leave and taking care of a baby. Yeah. It's, uh, it's an adjustment, but it's also pretty nice. I've been catching up on Arrow. <laughs> <laughs> Not catching up, rewatching. I am way behind. Yeah. I am finishing the first season, I think, tomorrow morning. How many seasons are there? Eight. Ah. Yeah. And you just started today? No, I started a couple days ago. Mm -hmm. I just watch it in the morning while I let my partner sleep in. Mm -hmm. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. Good way to pass the morning. Yeah, it's nice. The baby's asleep, the kid's at work. I'm just making sure that the baby wakes up and (laughs) there to let her sleep in. You meant school. Yeah. <laughs> Probably I did. <laughs> you said the kids at work. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kid work. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's nothing wrong with that, though. Yeah. Yeah. You got a story for us? Or wait, do we have any news? Um, well, I, I did just find a <laughs> thing. Where I, I found... Oh, wait, this... I, I have one piece of news, and it's really short. The Batman's release date is October 23rd, 2025. Yes. Yes. Yes, I believe I, so. I think that's news. <laughs> that exact date. Other than that, I don't have any news. 
I think I'm yours is going to be better. I'm pretty sure Superman's is July 11th, 2025. Oh, and it's definitely getting directed by James Gunn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be interesting to see. Um, but I, I, I did find this one article about, uh, and this is an article from CNN, uh, about a dinosaur that has a, a record-breaking neck longer than a school bus. <laughs> and uh, they have, a, <laughs> like, a drawing here of what it might look like. It, you showed me this picture, and it's... Quite funny. It's ridiculous <laughs> looking. There is no way that topologically that thing's not just falling forward on its face. It's just not possible. Yeah, I don't, I don't see that happening. Like, it's, it's huge. Like it, the body is just like, it looks like a, a stout cat. So, so the, the article spine. says that they live. Have a spine. It's. It's got... No. 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 It doesn't have a spine. It I was lying. It doesn't have, like, a ridged spiny thing on it or anything. No. No <laughs> Spinosaurus stuff here. It's just, like, literally a big sauropod. It's, like, it's like a long neck with, like, a really <laughs> long fucking neck. It's so ridiculous looking. Um, but, so, they, they say that it, it existed in China about 162 million years ago. And had a foot, a neck that's about ten feet longer than a typical school bus, <laughs> which puts the neck being about forty nine and a half feet long, or f- about fifteen point one meters, which is <laughs> absurd, absolutely bananas bonkers. Um, so they're calling this thing. I'm probably not going to pronounce this entirely right because. It's hard to pronounce some dinosaur names, but it's Maminkisaurus. Uh, what what's the other half of that? Where did it just go? I just had it, and the whole article just moved on me. God damn you. Maminkisaurus uh, sinocandorum, or just Maminkisaurus, I assume. <laughs> and um, there's a quote here from someone that worked in... Like with the fossil. Okay. I'm not seeing a name here. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, Andrew Moore, it okay. looks like. All right. Um, but uh, he says, Mominky swords are important because they pushed the limit on how long a neck can be, and we're the first lineage of sauropods to do so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, two questions. How does he know it was the first, and why does he think there's going to be more? I have no idea. I'm wondering why he said that they they pushed the limits on it. <laughs> like it was some kind of active decision. It was a, a prehistoric competition. Like who who can be the first to evolve is. to the top of the trees? It's kind of, I mean, that's what evolution is, but like that's also absolutely ridiculous. It feels like that would not survive. <laughs> But, so, they don't actually have the entire skeleton, it turns out. Part of the way through this article. They were what? able to infer the length of the neck by studying the specimen's three preserved vertebrae they found and comparing them with the neck bones of closely related dinosaurs. Okay. There's another quote here. It says, we actually happen to know who it's related to, which provides nice comparisons. So... Couldn't it have just been a big one of those? They, 
it, it gets it could be it says we can scale up from the comparators to figure out absolute neck length. So they just took it, compared it to a specimen of smaller size, and then estimated how long it would be from there. Based on how long the other the cousin's neck was. Okay. Um, actually, though, I think it might not be too far off because the longest complete neck documented by scientists belongs to a fossilized dinosaur called Oh God. <laughs> I don't think the dinosaur is called Oh God. Uh, Jingjiang Gigantin? I. <laughs> you look at that word right there. It starts with an X. Jingjiang Jingzhai Titan? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I... Jingzhang Titan? <laughs> it's all I, one word, though. Yeah, it's... I have no idea how to pronounce that. But apparently, this one, which is a complete neck, was only about five feet shorter than the, the neck that, of this one that they think. So that's okay. still a 40-foot long neck. <laughs> and that's that one is a complete fossil, a verified complete <laughs> fo neck fossil. Oh, Okay. That's insane. That is mind-blowing. <laughs> that is so crazy. All right. We're learning about dinosaurs today, though. That's fun. And apparently they were hollow bones, like birds have. They were filled with air, not marrow. So they were lighter, so... They couldn't be... even, like, neck fight. They'd break their necks. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were probably thick bones to be able to survive the like the pressure of all the muscle that would have to be there to be able to like stand the neck up. Right. That's insane. But yeah, that that's crazy. I learned stuff about dinosaurs I never knew, <laughs> and that's about the end of the article. It looks like. Neat. Oh, here's a small. This is not going to help you, in our listeners any. But look at the comparison of the full neck compared to the what they found compared to a person. <laughs> uh, Jesus. <laughs> That's scary as hell. Yeah. I like, it looks silly and is still scary as hell. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, these things look like they could swallow you in one, no problem. Um, luckily, they were plant eaters. I'd be more worried about them just slapping me. Just yeah, like putting yeah. their neck down and cool. I got a little, a little chin bonk or something. But, you know, with a very long neck. Right. Yeah, they scanned the bones. The CT scan showed that air took up between 69 and 77% of the vertebrae's volume. He said, presumably, this is a quote again, presumably that's an important mechanism for building such a long neck because it's going to get quite heavy. Makes yeah. sense. That, yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Yeah, that's a, that's about the end of the article, but that's super fucking nutso to me. Yeah. All right. Fucking long ass necks. Yeah. That's crazy. Anyway, do you have a story for us? I think I did, but I got <laughs> lost in the dinosaurs. <laughs> Any story I had is gone. It, it's long forgotten with knowledge of dinosaurs that I just now put into my brain. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs>
Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> I learned things. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so, I, I haven't been playing any new games. I didn't want to just review a game again and just go like, yeah, it's good again. With, right. With the new stuff I already played. You're right. Uh, I'm going to review Magic and Loss, an album I can't fucking stop listening to. <laughs> uh, it's by Lou Reed. It came out, I, uh, I don't know when the original date is right this second. Because this is... Anyway, this uh, is the one you told me to listen to that I haven't listened to yet, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't think if I played it, we'd actually get sued, but I'm not gonna play any of it. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> fair. Um. But I literally I found it. I listened to it five times in two days, like all the way through, <laughs> and it's just the only music I've put on. I don't know. It's really, really good. <laughs> uh, the overall thing is just losing someone to cancer. It's, like, pretty blunt. Yeah. Uh, but the songs about it are just fantastic. Like, the lyrics... I Okay, so also, anybody who knows me and didn't tell me to listen to Lou Reed earlier in my life... <laughs> Why? It's perfect. Uh, but, yeah, it, it just starts with, uh, like, slow, but, like, almost poppy melodic rock. Like, but everything just feels slow at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, like picks up a little bit, like they're trying to cheer him up. Then it just goes down until like they get mad, and then there's just like an acceptance stage. It's like all the all the way through. It's really good. Uh, every song's got like the first one's the spirit, the second's the thesis, like. But it's all after the title of the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Themed out. Oh, that's really nice. That's really cool. The last one's called The Summation. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah, it's just like a really powerful thing as somebody who's lost someone to cancer, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's, like, it's specific, but everything feels relatable. That's just kind of a quality of Lou Reed. But, yeah, I just can't, I can't stop listening to it, and it's really, really good. <laughs> I want everybody to go listen to it. What kind of, like, music... What well, I guess what genre does it would it fall under? What what would you say it falls under? Uh, it's well, it's melodic pop rocky from the nineties, but like a lot of it's slowed down and kind of weird. Yeah, so like 
alternative pop rock? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. But it's really, really good. I mean, Lou Reed's notably a good musician. Mm-hmm. And no matter what he says in interviews and how rude he is sometimes. But, like, good musician. Hell yeah. I really do have to listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh... My favorite song is, uh... Harry's Circumcision, uh, Reverie Gone Astray. Is the theme dashed. <laughs> but it's... Oh. The whole thing, I just had to stop a couple times and like, wow. Cool. <laughs> On the first time I listened to it, you know? Yeah. I've had albums that do that, for sure. Just, like, full stop whatever I'm doing while I listen to it. Yeah. Uh, just, wow. That was really good. <laughs> Sometimes music just hits you some type of way, you know? Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's the only, like... It's the only album that's done that for me in, like, a few years. So it feels really special now. Mm-hmm. Because I just haven't had anything hit like that since I was early 20s. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I wanted to review that instead of a game I didn't play. It's interesting, now that I think about it, like, nowadays I don't really listen to as much music anymore, I suppose. I listen to, like, a lot of podcasts and things, like... Yeah. I, I don't find myself putting on an album to listen to very often anymore. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was kind of easy having to drive back and forth from the hospital mm-hmm. for a couple of days, just having the car and having to go back and forth. It, like, that was helpful. But, like, I really have just been, like, there's no new podcasts out. I'm just going to play this album again. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll listen to that in my headphone instead of a podcast when they're watching a show on TV that I want to watch or something. Yeah, it makes sense. Doing the dishes. I just, I guess I listen to too many now. I, like, I have, like, multiple podcasts that I'm subscribed to, and they come out, like, I have them planned, because they come out, like, each day of the week or whatever, you know? <laughs> so it's like, it's like having, like, your, your TV shows, like, how it used to be, and you knew that, like, whatever, like, Family Guy was going to come on at 7 o'clock Pacific time every time. Every right. like you'll get the new episode on like Thursday night every week or whatever. <clears throat> it was just like having a bunch of shows that you'd be like, oh, I have a show for every day of the week. I have like multiple podcasts for every day of the week that I listen to, pretty much. Like, right. Yeah. I don't listen to as many. Like, there's like two or three days where I don't get a new one. So it's like cool. <laughs> Except for those are usually the days I plan ours. Right. (laughs) So. Yeah. Yeah, just what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta stay busy somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess if you don't have a story yet. No, no, I was trying to think of one. (laughs) Too many dinosaurs in my brain. (laughs) I love dinosaurs, man. Dinosaurs are so fucking cool. 
don't think we've ever actually talked at length about dinosaurs at any point in time They're on this podcast. So cool. I love dinosaurs. <laughs> What's your favorite dinosaur? I don't know. I, uh, I like. I never was able to pick a favorite one. I really like Dimitri from <laughs> Man Four Time, the little, the little pterodactyl. <laughs> he's, he's my favorite. Yeah, Petrie's pretty good. Petrie. Dimitri, is that what you said? Yeah, I could <laughs> not remember his name, but his I was pretty was, close. We were pretty close. His name's Petrie. Petrie. Um, my favorite's always been uh, those Ankylosaurus. The, the ones that, like, are kind of squat and turtly shaped, and they got, like, the big club at the end of their tail. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ankylosaurs are awesome. Those are pretty cool. I never, I never was a dinosaur kid. Oh, I loved dinosaurs when I was a kid. I knew, like, all sorts of... I don't I know as much about dinosaurs now as I did when I was little. Like, I had books and books that I would read about them, and I knew, like, all their names and the facts about them and shit. I think I had enough TV and video games at that point that I was already, like, stuffing up on that lore, and that's where my dinosaur love was. <laughs> like, I like dinosaurs from games and media, but... When I was a kid, I liked Stegosaurus a lot. But Ankylosaur has always been, like... That's probably just my number one, because he's a tough little guy. He fucks shit up. I like the the actual status of Velociraptors. Oh, like the chicken size? Yeah, those are fucking... little things? Those are fucking cool. (laughs) Yeah, I don't remember the name of, like, the... Because there were raptors that were the size of what Jurassic Park says Velociraptors were... But they obviously weren't called Velociraptors. They were called something else that I can never remember the name of. Ah. But there were raptors that were roughly that size. Right. I just, I like the idea of the little ones. Mm Mm-hmm. Fucking vicious little creatures. (laughs) They were, too. I think it's crazy to think of now, like, that we know more and trying to visualize, like, these creatures that we traditionally thought were, like, scaly lizards, and that's what we were taught as being, like, feathered, like, more yeah. like birds and things like that. Like, that's pretty interesting for me to try to wrap my head around. It's always just funny looking to me. Yeah, in my head, funny. I can, like, like, I took this really scary T-Rex, and now he's covered in colorful feathers, and he looks like a giant parrot, and it's, like, <laughs> so much less scary to me. Even though it's equally as terrifying because it's still a T-Rex. It's yeah. still going to kill me. <laughs> but, like, you made it colorful and pretty, and now it's just, like, it's lost some of this weird intimidation that it had before. What if it was an all-black feathered T-Rex? Uh, uh, that's still really cool. I mean, I love ravens and crows. Though. Right. They're, like, my favorite. So, yeah, like, I don't really think cool. that's going to... That, that would be, like, oh, you're so neat-looking, and then <laughs> I get chomped, you know? <laughs> it's hard to imagine something with feathers and teeth. Right. I think that's where my brain gets caught up. Like, I don't I, know. I, don't some birds have teeth, though? I don't know. There are a lot of birds. I'm not sure. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to find out. <laughs> they're, they're one of the closer relatives, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Do some birds have teeth? Actively doing a Google. Birds do not have teeth! <laughs> First line, bolded and highlighted. Oh. Well, I was just trying to imagine anything feathered with teeth. Uh, although they may have ridges on their bills that help them grip food. Okay. But, uh, no. 
birds do not have teeth. <laughs> very, very want us to know that for sure. <laughs> Thank you, ornithologist. <laughs> Although there is that that science report from like whatever it was like it's old as shit now. It was like scientists accidentally made a chicken with teeth or whatever because they were. Doing genetic experiments on a chickens. chicken with human teeth is just a funny thing to imagine. No, I think that it was like like sharp teeth, mm. like they brought back the that gene or whatever that gave it like teeth instead of a traditional beak. That'd be really neat. I mean, with the amount of steps, leaps, and bounds that science has taken, I bet you the same thing has happened with genetic engineering, and we just don't hear about it because it's not ready ready yet but i bet you they could pretty easily reverse engineer like dinosaurs out of birds at this point it's all about finding the genome and just like finding what switches are what and then like turning them on and off that's scary that's literally like like biology can be reduced to binary and then from there it can be manipulated and it's less difficult than we think it is especially with the computers and the technology we have available to us these days that's an insane thing to think about <laughs> it's all about mapping a genome tracking exactly what genes do what and then turning them on and off making what you want to make Maybe one day in the future, like, when you have a baby, it's possible that it'll be, like, a big, like, uh, character customization. I had a baby. Yes, I know, but I mean in the future. <laughs> like, if our children's children, like, like they might be able to, like, basically use, like, a, a character customization thing. And be like, this is how your baby will look like. What color eyes do you want? What color hair do you want? What color, you know? That's fucked up. Do you want them predisposed to being smarter, being stronger? Do you want... You the know? only thing they should use that for is turning off the cancer switches. Oh, it can do that, too. I, I know. That's what it should be limited to when it comes to that sort of thing, in my opinion. It feels weird to... No, I want full-on fucking Batman Beyond world where genetic mutation's gone too far and people are splicing themselves with animals and all <laughs> sorts of crazy shit. Like, that'd be fun. I mean, part of my brain says that's the natural way that this should go. The other part of my brain <laughs> says no, we should. That's how we become no, D and D world. No, that's we how we get not. half races. <sighs> Pure genetic. That's a good campaign idea. Oh man, yeah. It half is. races and other races come from genetic engineering that happened, and then there was a world war, and all the technology got lost. So now there's just like these races that are abound because oh, that's really cool idea. Oh man. DM registered trademark. Leave, <laughs> yeah. leave that alone. This That's is our neutral. idea, damn it. <laughs> oh. This is a world I think I might actually go home and build today. <laughs> That's really that's a neat idea. You could like do weird like arcana stuff with that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be fun. Hypothetically. <laughs> If you were in this future world that we just constructed, what would you do with your child? Granted, you had zero moral. Uh, well, I was... I'm not even sure if it would be, like, me with my... I might just be getting myself genetically mutated. 
Theoretically, you could just, like, make yourself a clone. I could just make a clone of me. Make a tiny clone of me and then use it as my sidekick. Yeah. You can probably get it aged up just a little bit. But I think I would genetically... <laughs> I think I would mess with myself before I mess with my kid, honestly. Fair enough. Um, Knocked over a Red Bull can. <laughs> but I, I've, I've never really known what I would want out of, like, a, a genetic alteration, though, is the thing. Immortality. I mean... There's no guarantee that altering genetics can actually afford that. You might be able to elongate your life, yeah. <clears throat> but I don't think you'd be able to achieve true immortality. That's how elves happened. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's what I'm doing. I'm trying to make myself live as long as possible. Um, also that for my children and my wife. Yeah, I guess Soon that, and then... Maybe just... a. a a little bit better on like the the dexterousness. <laughs> I'm not as dexterous as I would like to be. I'd fix my hip probably, but I I mean I could probably do that now. I just yeah, turn off the arthritis thing that's happening. Yeah. Just I have a lot of health issues that I could just get rid of. That would be nice. Do do do. Yeah. Yeah. That would probably elongate my life just in and of itself. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I fear for you every day. So. <laughs> um, but no, I, uh, I. But if I oh, see, now I'm trying to think of what if I was gonna like be like a splicer and like be a half animal though. Because <laughs> that's that is an available option. I might give myself wings if that's possible. Yeah, see, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, can I do like, like, like a bird person and get get wings? That'd be, be rad. Be pretty legit. Give me like angels' wings, from X Men. I don't care what kind of wings I. I do kind of care what kind of wings. <laughs> that's a lie. <laughs> you get little penguin wings. <laughs> Singing butterfly wings, but then I was like, "Nah," because then I could be the mighty monarch. <laughs> Gives you some like really like uh, blue fucking butterfly. <laughs> Peel the sting of the monarch. <laughs> Not the right color, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna have to look that butterfly up, man. Yeah, I don't know any other butterflies, so. Um. No, like maybe like like. Crow wings, like raven wings. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be, that'd be nice. Like person-sized, obviously. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah, scaled up to fit me and allow me to fly. Yeah. But I don't think I'd ever be able to, like, really wear a shirt ever again if that happened. Oh, you can you could just cut your shirts, right? Probably, like, tuck your wings in and, like, pull it over just right. <laughs> I feel like wings that would enable me to fly would be pretty big. It would be hard to tuck them in enough to get, like, a shirt on. Well, I, I, that's why I specified Angel from X-Men. He can bind his wings and put something on over them. That sounds so uncomfortable. Well, that's why I think, you, like, if you can do that, you can probably cut a hole in something the right way so you can put it on. Or maybe you could just, like, wear, like... 
shirts that you cut off the back. Yeah, and then, that like, was my thought. Clipped under, so they like <laughs> they stayed on, but you don't really need them to cover your back. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So I could just not wear shirts. Yeah, that's, that's also an option. Yeah, you could always just fly to where it's warmer. Yeah. Like, <laughs> stay inside if it gets too cold. Sorry, guys, yeah. I'm not going on this mission. I'm a. Uh, it's you cold know, out there. You know, it suck way worse. I think would be chairs. Yeah, maybe. I just sit sideways in a chair. All the time, though. Yeah. Just sit sideways, do the nice the shoulder lean. You really just chill out. You're really far back. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't think it would be that bad. <laughs> I could do the, the youth pastor. I could just flip the chair around and sit backwards <laughs> in it. <laughs> you just could never sit in a recliner again. Yeah, sleeping. Sleeping would be tough. Yeah, I, well, I think you could just learn to sleep on, like, part of your wing or move your wing, right? So you were yeah. sleeping on your side. I don't think you can... Ooh, I'd never need a blanket. I can just wrap my wings around myself and be all huddled up in my wings. Yeah, if you did that, you could probably just lay on your back still. Yeah. See, that would be nice. Mm. That would be... That would be nice. What powers would... What, what would you... What would you do? Elongate my life, yeah. Just, just, just that? Well, I mean, yeah, I'd probably <laughs> do the wings thing. <laughs> your like, wings are a given. Yeah. Like, I'd want to fly somehow. Maybe if I could give myself... I don't know. That doesn't Maybe make any sense. Maybe a tail? No. No, I don't need a tail. No, for me. thinking maybe a tail. <laughs> what are you thinking for a tail, Derek? <laughs> I haven't decided what kind of tail yet. I haven't decided if it will be lizard tail or... or what. I definitely want it to be, like, prehensile. Okay. I'd be able to do stuff with it. Monkey tail. Yeah, kind of. Monkey tail with a human hand on it. Yeah. And then, yeah, I can do the Saiyan thing. Not with a human hand. Not napalm tail. But, like, just... I can do the Saiyan thing, and I can use my tail as, like, a belt. <laughs> yeah. That would also... I don't think you could lay on your back for that anymore, either. I'm sure you can. Depending on where it's placed, I don't think so. <laughs> if it were placed like a Saiyan, I don't... You have to get a really, really soft bed. Saiyans sleep with their tails. Yeah, but probably on their sides or their bellies is what I'm saying. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I think, yeah, I hate sleeping on my stomach. God, I hate that. Well, that's what you're looking forward to with putting stuff on your back like that. <laughs> oh, if I keep give myself amphibious gills. Ooh, Gills is good. Gills is good. Specifically amphibious, so I can still breathe upside. Yeah. Upside. Upside. You mean you mean air? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just meant like above the water, I guess. Man, I like to breathe upside. That's, that's, <laughs> if you're breathing downside, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it all wrong. You gotta you're breathe breathing outside. Breathing water if you're breathing downside. That's what I'm saying. Or dirt. Yes, <laughs> that would also be down, I suppose. <laughs> but that's not something you can go inside. Technically, we're down and we're still breathing upside. That's fair. I am looking up outside. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that would be topside, I suppose. 
That, yeah, that's top side. Not that's upside is beyond top side. <laughs> <laughs> that's ridiculous. Yeah, I, the, we have devolved into talking gibberish. I think at this point. This is a short episode. A short episode about nothing. Is this Friends? You mean Seinfeld. Seinfeld? Seinfeld. It was a show about nothing. Yeah. It's a junior mint. Chocolate. It's mint. It's delicious. Yeah. Alright. Fair enough. There was that one about masturbation. Pretty popular. There was the, the one where George was swimming in the pool and then the chick walked in on him and his dick was tiny. And she laughed at him. And he's like, I was in the pool! I was in the pool! Yeah. I remember hearing that line a lot. The the funnier part... Oh, that, uh, Soup Nazi? Oh, yeah, that of course. That was show. No soup for you! Mm. Newman? Yeah. Newman. Yeah. Seinfeld's a good show, man. It holds up. I like that show. I have not. I have not watched it. I haven't rewatched I mean, Friends. It was so. on before The Simpsons, so I watched it sometimes. But that's why I know that stuff. Man, I used to watch all the, all the sitcoms. Will and Grace, Frasier. I watched that. I watched that. Uh, Friends, uh, Seinfelds. I watched fucking, Friends. Friends doesn't hold up in some places. I haven't rewatched it in so long. It's it's like I mean, there are parts that are still funny, like it was a good show, but like there's just some stuff that just doesn't really hold up. <laughs> there's a lot of jokes about Ross's ex wife being a lesbian. A lot. Okay. I just I don't know. There's just a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. Ross got a monkey at one point. Yeah, Ross did get a monkey. That monkey was a pain in his ass. He shouldn't have gotten a monkey. No, no, I'm pretty sure they all told him that. Yeah. Huh. I I always wanted a monkey when I was a kid, and I wonder if that's where I got that from, or that want from. I think that's just a desire we all have. I wanted. I specifically wanted a spider monkey. Uh. I have always. I I think spider monkeys are cool. Nowadays, I'd rather have a raccoon. I'd rather have a lemur. A lemur is a good choice. Mm. Get yourself a, a zabumafu. Yeah, that's the, probably where I got that desire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I remember before the Krat Brothers were doing zabumafu back when they just had the show called The Wild Kratts. It came on right after Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah. Yeah, and they were. It was kind of like. Uh, like a Steve Irwin type show where they were just they were much younger and they went out and just showed off animals and their habitats and things like that. Like nothing cool. as crazy as like Jeff Corwin or Steve Irwin ever did, but like like more kid friendly version of that. Fun. And uh and then yeah, they got the lemurs of Umafu and then when the actual lemur passed away they did the puppet. Yeah. And then they did the now they have the what is it, the wild crats? Or whatever the it's, it's some animated show they do now. They still do stuff. Oh, cool! Good for them. <laughs> yeah. I just watched the Boomafoo. I I quickly like moved from watching them to watching like Steve Irwin, and Jeff Corwin. I remember, there's this one episode of 
can never remember what Steve Irwin's show was called, but the show that he had on Animal Planet, and, uh... It was something, it was something with him. Yeah. yeah. And, um, but there's this one where he's, like, standing on the side of his Jeep, like, hanging off, like, the, the roll bars or whatever, standing on the, the little step that's outside it, right. and he's, like hanging on the side of the Jeep as they drive through the plains and they're, like, following this fucking, like, pride of lions, like, as the lions are running across the plains or whatever, and they're following them along. And he's, like, talking to the camera about, like, how the lions are, and he's pointing them out. And the person that's driving the Jeep got, like, a little bit too close to the one tree that's in the middle of the field and accidentally just, like, swiped him off the side of the Jeep with this fucking tree. And he fucking, the tree tore his ear off. Jesus Christ. And, like, they all, like, they stop, and the fucking camera crew, like, runs over to him, and Steve Irwin just, like, gets up, and he walks over, and he picks his ear up off the ground, and he holds it up to the camera, and he's like, well, tree took my bloody ear off, so I think I need to get to the hospital, or I'll see you all next week. <laughs> and he, like, does a sign-off as he's fucking <laughs> bleeding and holding his ear in one hand. <laughs> Oh my gosh, so he was the Crocodile Hunter. Yeah, that's it. And the Crocodile Hunter Diaries, and Bindi the Jungle Girl. Bindi had a show. Nice. Croc Files, New Breed Vets. He was in a bunch of shows. I remember seeing that on Animal Planet when I was a kid, and I'm just like, that's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's an insane thing to do. You just cut and let him do a scream. Oh my god, what a hero. He was smiling and doing a sign-off. He didn't give a shit. It was funny as hell. That's fantastic. (laughs) What a legend. I honestly think that's the show this week, because we have not... We've not talked about anything substantial in about 15 minutes. No, I, I mean, I can just keep talking about shit. You know that. <laughs> well, where can they send us a message about how this episode was bad? <laughs> you can send us an email at trueneutralpod at gmail.com if you want to uh, tell me that my rantings aren't that bad or <laughs> reinforce Keenan's idea that they are, you know, whatever you feel like doing. <laughs> They're you have not to pick bad. a side. You have to pick a side right now and tell us which one. I'm not saying they're bad rantings. I'm saying it's a bad podcast. <laughs> no, we just talk about stuff. That's what they are. With no coherent uh, uh, way through any of it. You know. Well, we actually usually have a structure. We just not today. Not today. <laughs> I just didn't have anything good to review and you didn't have a story. <laughs> so you got a bunch of my ramblings. Woo! Um, but if, you know, sending an email is too much for you, you don't want to do that. Don't, it takes too much time, you know. You can always just go on the Twitter. You got at True Neutral Pod, and I'm at Mr. Dab himself. Yep. Um, we got the the the... Facebook at True Neutral Podcast <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> Sorry, I'm playing with my keys as I'm trying to think. <laughs> True Neutral Podcast on Facebook. True Neutral Studios on the Instagram and the YouTube. Yeah. And um, True... No, no. Disappointing at best on both YouTube and Facebook as well. Yeah. Uh, I got there. Uh-huh. I think that's everything. <laughs> I think pretty that's sure, all of it. I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's everything we have to say today. 
Raising a baby takes a toll. Dinosaurs are cool! <laughs> Bye! Bye! <laughs>